Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Let's thank Him. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. Oh, have your way, Lord. We rejoice in you, Lord. And we thank you for your word. God, uh, your word sets us free in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, and gives us hope in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to read one verse before you're seated. In Jeremiah 32:17. Jeremiah 32:17. Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. And that's what I want to teach about. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Clap your hands again and let's be seated. Amen. God is so good. Praise God. You know, there are times in our life where we all face situations that just seem to hang on and not let go. It seems like they're never going to go away. Day in and day out, we just, you know, we face them, we deal with them the best we can, but sometimes they just get overwhelming because they just keep going. And there's a word for these types of situations, and that word is chronic. You know, and chronic means a continuing or occurring again and again for a long time, unchanging, deep-rooted, and deep-seated. Now, when you hear the word chronic, usually it's associated with a, a disease or a sickness, a chronic illness that doesn't go away uh, no matter what people do uh, and or the doctors or whatever. Um, but it can apply to other things in life. It can apply to emotional issues. It can apply to relationship issues. It can apply to financial issues. It can apply to even substance abuse, abuse and addiction issues, you know, that chronic uh, word. These types of issues, they can get you down, they can eat away at your confidence, they can be detrimental to your hope, and they can, they'll test your faith uh, to the limits, stretch it to the limits. Amen. But I got good news tonight. Though these situations are too hard for us to handle, and deal with on our own. Amen. The good news is nothing is too hard for the Lord. Amen. In our lives to handle. Praise God. Nothing. Praise God. But but again, somebody could say, but you don't know how long. Amen. Well, let, hang on. We're going to talk about it. Praise God. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. So it's fitting that we find out about this wonderful truth in the beginning of the Bible. You know, the book of Genesis is the beginning. It's the first book. And Genesis actually means beginning, translated to the word beginning. Amen. And we first hear about this concept of nothing being too hard for the Lord when we have Abraham and Sarah that were, uh, Sarah was barren, she was childless, and Sadly, she was very up in age at the time. They were 
just going about their day, and all of a sudden, out of just uh, the distance, three men they never met before walked up to the tent. Abraham was outside, Sarah was inside, and uh, these three men were not ordinary men. One was God in human form, and two of them were angels in human form. And they began to talk to Abraham. And as the custom was back in that part of the world in those days, when you had company, even though, though they were strangers, you put out the dog for them. You just, let me get some water to wash your feet. You know, let's you know, just take a load off. Sit down. We're going to take care of you. You know, and probably yelled in, Sarah, start making something. You know, we got, we got company. And, uh, and then one of them that was God, he said to Abraham, he said, where's Sarah? And he said, she's in the tent. And he said, Sarah, when the time comes, Sarah will have a son. Amen. And Sarah was in the tent, and the Bible said she laughed within herself. Like, yeah, right. She heard it through the tent. And uh, she said to herself, how can an old woman and an old man have a baby this late in life? She was well past childbearing age, well past, decades past in those days, at that time. Amen. And then Sarah came out of the tent, and the one that was God in human form said, why did you laugh? You don't, is anything too, you know, too hard for the Lord? Genesis 18, 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? And, she, and Sarah just said, I didn't laugh. And then God said, yeah, you did. I, I just loved it. And, but but you, you would think like, oh, well, God's, you know, uh, Sarah's denying laughing in front of God. You know, forget it. You're not going to have a baby. I'm out of here. No, that's how God does it. God still loves us. He goes, yeah, you did. Uh, but let's just move on. You're still going to have a baby. Everything's going to be good. And then, and then God started changing the subject and talking about Sodom and Gomorrah and how what was going to happen next over there. Amen. But he made the statement, is anything too hard for the Lord, Sarah? No. And exactly as God said, Sarah gave birth to her promised son, Isaac, when she was 90 years old. Amen. Praise God. Well past the age. And she had a baby, and they named him Isaac, and Isaac means laughter. They named him Isaac because I laughed at God when he told me it was going to happen. Amen. And now she believed after that, nothing's too hard for the Lord. Oh, praise God. I'm talking about nothing being too hard for the Lord in your situation, no matter how much you've dealt with it. Praise God. Amen. So the answer to the question, is anything too hard for the Lord? It is a resounding, amen. Well done over there. Praise God. So we are reminded again about this powerful truth in our text passage. Amen. Where he said his great power, he made heaven, the heavens and the earth. And because of this, there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Amen. That same chapter, verse 27, 10 verses later. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? It's a rhetorical question, but no. Everybody repeat after me. I am flesh. I am flesh. Amen. And so since I'm flesh, nothing's too hard for the God of all flesh. Yes. Amen. He made us. He can heal us. Yes. He can fix us. He can bless us. Yes. He can mend our relationships. He can turn things around. 
Doesn't matter how long it's been. See, this is why we should always strive to maintain a strong faith and trust in God and His ability to work in our lives and help us through any situation we face, no matter how long we faced it. Hebrews 11.6 talks about the importance of faith, but without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. Amen. That's not half-heartedly. That's not like, you know, one day uh, on and a few days off. No, we're diligently seeking Him for our chronic situation because God can take care of it. Amen. Amen. Now, where does faith come from? Where does our faith come from? Now, the Bible says God had given to every man a measure of faith, every person. So we all have faith in life in general, right? I mean, I'll just give you some examples of faith that have nothing to do with, you know, spiritual things. I have faith that when I get out of bed, because I sleep on this side of the bed, that this foot is going to touch the floor and there'll be a floor there. I got faith that I just swing my, I got faith that, you know, no one's moved the dresser or the, uh, the nightstand in the middle of the night, that I'm not going to kill myself like I've done in hotel rooms in the past where I got up and I forgot that there, and I kicked it and it's like, You don't go back to sleep very fast after that. Amen. I got faith that when I put my foot on the brake pedal in the car, that it's going to stop. And if it doesn't, then then I start calling on Jesus. Amen. I use spiritual faith then. So you have faith. You some people have uh, a lot of faith in doctors. That's why you go and they say, okay, take this two times a day and elevate, put some ice or whatever, and take it easy. And people will do that. And some people are stubborn; they won't do none of that. Amen. But people will do that because they have faith in the doctors. Amen. So where our faith does come from, just in life, it definitely comes from past experiences with the Lord. Amen. He did it before, and He's going to do it again in my life. Amen. And faith comes, amen, by answered prayers. When a prayer is answered for me or when you testify, usually, you know, tell me that, you know, I prayed for this pastor and this happened. Amen. That builds my faith too. Amen. Your answered prayers build my faith. My answered prayers build my faith. Amen. So that's where my faith comes from. But I want to tell you one of our greatest sources of faith tonight Amen, is from the Word of God. Praise God. Not just when we read it, we need to read it, it's important, but especially when we hear it taught and preached. Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. That kind of faith is what we need to bust through any situation that's just hanging on in our life. 1 Corinthians 1.18, the believer in God. Amen. The Christian person, the person that's the follower of God. Amen. They count on, they live on. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen. So we, that's why we come to church on Thursdays and Sundays, so we can get the word taught and preached to us. Amen. And faith will come. And then we will go out there and face our situations with that faith that came from that word. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. 1 Corinthians 1.18. But unto us which are saved, it's the power of God. Some people think 
Preaching is crazy. I used to think that too before I came to God. Amen. But now I can't do without it. Amen. Verse 21, for after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Preaching saves us. Wait, you said, well, I thought, I thought repentance, baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost saves us. Being born again of water and spirit. Yes, that saves us. And that was preached to me too. Amen. I got preached salvation, but I also get preached day-to-day living. I get preached how to fight the devil. I get preached how to overcome. I get preached how to treat my neighbor and my brother and my enemy. And I get preached how to overcome fear, amen, and despondency in a situation that will not go away. Because there's nothing too hard for the Lord. It doesn't matter how long we've been in a particular situation or a problem, a trouble, a trial, a tribulation, or a sickness. Jesus can turn any chronic situation around in just a moment of time. Amen. In the Bible, he healed many who were in chronic situations. We just talked about one, a 90-year-old lady didn't have any babies until she was 90. Amen. That's pretty good. That was a chronic situation of barrenness. Amen. We can talk about the children of Israel that went into Egyptian bondage out of their control over 400 years. Amen. But when the time came, a baby boy was born named Moses, and he grew up and he was called at a burning bush. And then in just a matter of a short time, after 10 plagues, amen, all of those people after 400 years, that was chronic, they start walking down, amen, and out of Egypt by the power of God because nothing is too hard for the Lord. No Pharaoh, no king, amen, no opposition, no enemy too hard for the Lord to conquer in our lives. But we got to have faith. Amen. We read about in Mark chapter 5, verse 25, a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians, had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. 12 chronic years of an issue of blood. Amen. She was weak. She couldn't hardly get around. Amen. But when Jesus came through town, hallelujah, and she heard about this healer that was right coming right through, she said, this is my chance. She couldn't get through the crowd, but she somehow snuck through and she touched the hem of his garment. And in just that touch, 12 years evaporated and her chronic situation was over. Amen. Or how about there was a woman in Luke 13, 11, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and she was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. Amen. And uh, that was an 18-year situation, and she couldn't get any help. Amen. But Jesus came by. He healed her on the Sabbath day, and there was some religious leaders that were real fired up about it. You can't heal on the Sabbath day. I think that's a great day to heal. Amen. And then, but I love Jesus setting those guys straight. Praise God. And he healed her on the Sabbath after 18 years 
Amen. One spoken word from Jesus, and she was healed. I love it. Praise God. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Amen. And then there was a, a pool of Bethesda. Amen. That was really a watering hole for sheep most of the year. But all these sick and crippled people would just hang out around this pool because supposedly an angel came down and troubled the waters and the first person that got in was healed. Amen. And this poor guy, amen, the Bible said a certain man was there, John 5, 5, who which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. 38 years he had this chronic situation and he was by the pool many of those years but he couldn't get it over there because he couldn't walk and he didn't feel his legs amen and everyone else got in before him but Jesus came to him and said you want to be healed nobody can put me in that's not what I asked you do you want to be healed amen yes all right get up take up your bed go home Amen. 38 years. Nothing is too hard. After 38 years, some people are giving up. Some people are saying, this is the way I'm going to be till the day I die. Oh, no, not when you have Jesus. Don't ever give up on your prayers. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep having faith. Amen. Keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word. Amen. And let faith come. Let faith come. Then in John chapter 9, now verse 1, now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. So this is a man, we don't know how old he is, but he was blind from birth. So he, he's been uh, without sight his whole life. Amen. And Jesus healed him in just a moment of time. Amen. He did a very unique way of healing him. He spit on the ground and made little mud balls with the spit and took the mud balls and rubbed it on the guy's eyes and said, now go wash in the pool of Siloam and you'll come seen. And he washed his, his eyes off and he saw. Amen. Because nothing is too hard for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Acts chapter 3, See, you, so some people say, well, that was Jesus, and Jesus is not here anymore. Oh, yeah, he is. Amen. He came down in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He filled a lot of people in the church. Amen. And churches all over the world. And he said, amen, greater things shall you do, because I go to the Father. Amen. And you can heal in, in, in my name, and you can cast out devils, and you can do all these things. Praise God in my name, he said. Praise the Lord. So now we get to the church, and we get to the people like us, the apostles, and the early church were people like us that needed to believe. Amen. And we see that Acts chapter 3, verse 2, a certain man lame from his mother's womb. So he was, he was uh, crippled from birth and was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful to ask alms, for, uh, you know, ask for begging for money to those who entered the temple to scrape up a living. And we know that story. Peter looked at him. He said, silver and gold I don't have, but what's that? what I have I give to you. And he reached down and grabbed him and pulled him up in the name of Jesus. And his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he went into the temple with them, uh, walking and leaping and praising God. He wasn't, he wasn't even just going like this. Woo! Amen. 
he, he was walking. He, he goes, man, I'm putting these legs to the test. And it worked. Hey, man, he was crippled from his, from his birth. But nothing is too hard for the Lord. And then Acts chapter 14, verse 8. This is Apostle Paul. And in Lystra, which was a town, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. Everybody say never. never. Amen. Never is not an option with Jesus. Never is not an obstacle with Jesus. Never is not a word that bothers Jesus. Jesus doesn't get nervous when you say, I've never walked. I've never done this. I've never done that. Amen. God can do anything because nothing is too hard. He had never walked. Verse 9, this man heard Paul speaking. Paul observed him intently. Amen. So he heard Paul speaking. Maybe, amen, could it be that Paul, his words from the Word of God, it got, gave this man some faith. Amen. He heard Paul speaking and Paul observing intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Now, folks, that's very important. He had faith to be healed. Amen. Oh, I'm going to be in this situation my whole life. There's nothing that can happen. It's always been this way. Nobody can do anything. That's not faith to be healed. Amen. When someone presents you with the healer, amen, someone presents you that there's a healer coming down that dusty road, amen, there's a promise coming down that dusty road, there's a healer in the house, praise the Lord. Now we got to turn around our, our words and say, I believe that God can do it. I believe that God can do it. It doesn't matter how long. Jesus can do it. So, so Paul, seeing he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped up and he walked. Amen. Never walked before. Praise God. Praise God. And I've told this story before, but I think it's fitting. There was a lady in a church we, my wife and I used to go to, and she pretty much raised her kids in church by herself. Her husband really had no interest and never really attended. And, um, you know, he was, he was a nice guy, kind of a gruff guy, but never really attended church. And she raised, she brought those kids to church by herself. She raised them in church. Amen. And, and they all, you know, uh, I think all but one of them uh, wasn't uh, really serving God, but the two, uh, two daughters were. And, you know, God was blessing and everything. Amen. And uh, after she prayed a prayer for him for years. 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, amen. And he finally, praise God, that prayer was finally answered. And it was answered in a moment of time. He showed up at church, one service. He went down to the altar, amen. I think he had had an experience with God sometime, way a long time ago. He got that all refreshed and renewed and whatever he needed to do. And he got back with God, amen. And then one week later, he died. Never give up on your prayers. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Because that, that, that wife could have said, you know what? This guy's a hard-headed, I don't know. I forget it. You know, no. She prayed. Lord, you can do it. Nothing's too, I read it. Nothing's too hard. I read all these other, these accounts. You fed 5,000. You raised the dead. You calmed the sea. You put a lot of fish in the net. When there was no fish, you did all kinds of stuff. You could do it. 
Amen. So never forget this one thing. You say, well, those are the Bible people and they were special because they're in the Bible and we're just, you know, these people, you know, just, no, no, and, you know, we're not in any book that, you know, is a bestseller for the whole world and all that stuff. But never forget one thing. Amen. We're part of the same church. And we have the same God as those Old Testament people. The same God as that New Testament church. And also remember this. Jesus did not love those people any more than he loves you. And so if he did it for them, he'll do it for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 19, 26. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Luke 1, 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Amen. So with God, if I had a chalkboard right here, with God, if I drew a big zero, a zero is impossible. When you come away with, from God, you got something. You don't get a zero goose egg, zilch, you know, not a zippo or whatever. Zeros, you know, however you say zero. Amen. Zero. Amen. Little Spanish lingo. Praise God. You get something when you go to God. Amen. Because nothing is impossible. Praise the Lord. So go to God. Come boldly before the throne. Amen. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden with these chronic situations and I'll give you rest my yoke is easy and my burden is light you'll find rest for your souls Woo! praise God he told one father that brought his son who was demon possessed and in this situation for a long time and this son was getting beat up and, and really abused by this spirit who was in him and uh he told him in Mark 9, 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Amen. If you can believe. And he said, I believe. I believe. And then Je that's all Jesus needed. I believe. Jesus asked that question a lot. You know, the pool, the pool of Bethesda. Do you want to be healed? Yes. Okay. I just need to hear that. You think I can do this? Yes. Amen. He went back to his hometown one time to Nazareth and the Bible said he could not do many miracles there because he grew up with all those people and they thought this guy was kind of, you know, that he was beside himself and they didn't think he was the Messiah. They, they knew he was, uh, you know, uh, different and that he had great teachings, but they didn't believe he was the Messiah. And so he, the Bible said he, he couldn't do many works there, but he went down the road to the next little town and the Bible said he healed them all. Amen. That's what faith will do for you. That's what faith will do for you. Amen. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Yeah, but I'm just a little afraid. I, I'm just a little apprehensive. I just, you know, because this track record, because I look back at all these years or all these months or days or how long I've been in this situation. And, you know, it just, I'm a little bit afraid. But Jesus told one man, be not afraid, only believe. I just need people to believe in me. I'll do the rest. Amen. 
Amen. You put God first, put him in, put faith in him, in him first, and he'll do the rest because nothing is too hard for the Lord. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.